Okay, and how do I start these? Oh, wait, oh, this is the question I have to ask. What is the wiki URL? FinalFantasy.fandom.com Final Fantasy wikis. Okay. .fandom.com Yes. Almost. It is https colon slash slash final fantasy dot fandom dot com slash wiki slash final fan no final underscore fantasy underscore wiki dot com. Wait, no. <laughs> there was I already dot com. I don't know what the sound of a middle finger being raised is, but I'm trying to make it to learn now. Okay. <laughs> Do you think this joke will ever get old or will I just keep doing it forever? We know the answer to that. Okay, so it is February, and welcome to the FinalFantasyWiki.com slash FinalFantasyWiki podcast. I'm your host, Blue Highwind. I'm back, baby. I wasn't here around in January. I'm sorry to have missed you. I was busy drinking uh, in Vegas and then going to Hawaii. That was more important to me than this podcast. Everyone needs a vacation. Fuck capitalism. Uh, joining me tonight is... Drakey C, first time on the podcast. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Okay. I got, I got Pixel Master, so I'm golden. You are golden. And also Technobliterator, who's been here plenty of times, so whatever. Yeah, I'm not that exciting. But no, you're not. I've also got Pixel Remaster. I've also golden. Thank you for asking. I am Blue Highwind, so I will never be golden. I also do not have Pixel Remaster. Yeah. Okay, so on both counts. I mean, all right. If I want to play Final Fantasy VI, we might as well go right into Pixel Remaster because that's the exciting news of this month. Mm-hmm. Kind of the biggest thing. If I want to play Final Fantasy VI, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into this crate over to my left here. That's where I have all my old game consoles in a big giant pile of a mess. I will dig out my DS. I will put my old Final Fantasy VI GBA cart in there. And I will play it that way, because that's the way I most enjoy it. And I don't think the Pixel Remaster looks good. Hot take! Okay. Well... Everyone's uh, entitled to their opinion, even if they're wrong. Yes, I was gonna... I was gonna explain why, uh... You might want to reconsider that. Because, like, um... So, my... My kind of review of Pixel Remaster so far is... If you ignore the fact that it's buggy as hell... Mm-hmm. It's this stage, right? You know. Well, so was the original. Not... It's just being true to form. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you ignore the fact that there are bugs present in this version, which will probably be fixed within a few weeks or so, this we is hope. the best way to play the game. And the original right. Super mm-hmm. Nintendo bugs will never be fixed. Therefore, they are part of the elegant tapestry of history, and we will cherish them for all time. <laughs> mm, this is true. Yeah. Yeah, so you mentioned the graphics. The thing that um, most of, it's odd. The only problem I really have with the graphics is the the everyone agrees the overworld map is way too bright. But mm-hmm. um, they they build like building interiors and that they seem to be mostly based on uh the they seem to be taken from the Super NES version, so it's not as bright as the GBA version. But the exteriors, like the outside of towns and dungeons and that, those areas have been redone, and they look great. Like the Phantom Forest looks fantastic and has this mist blowing over it. Uh, the uh, the Empire looks great, looks great and has like this really cool effect of the sun hitting it from a certain angle. 
the area I think it looks really awesome to give a specific example is Zozo. Zo um, it still looks like Zozo, but Pixel Remaster adds so many touches to the atmosphere. There's this eerie purple lighting coming from the from the interiors of some of the buildings. There's cracked windows. There's graffiti on the walls. The signs over the doors are lit up, but they're sparking and flickering. And it just adds so much to the atmosphere. And overall, like when I, at its worst, the game looks as good as the Super NES version. At its best, it look it blows it away. Mm. What does the graffiti say? Uh, not, it's not like uh, messages. It's like tags, you know, like street art or something like oh. that. Like the one I did, so I, the one I do remember seeing. It's like it looked like a mural of a pair of eyes or something. I was hoping that a Final Fantasy game would finally say a cab. When will they have <laughs> the bravery to say it in one way or another? Well, I mean, the story of Final Fantasy VI is kind of a cab. You know, I mean, the Gestalian Empire ain't exactly the best people in the world. Well, all empires are bastards is not a particularly brave stance in fantasy or in the real world, but, you know. True enough. This is not a series that I think is... Arcadians? Yeah. Well, alright. I'm very pro-Arcadian, and I'm not proud of this. The older I get, the more I'm like, you know, that's a really shitty opinion to have, isn't it? You know, So, like, uh... We talked about the graphics a lot. I will say my favorite thing with the Pixel Remaster so far is the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, so, like, so I think if you remember when I talked about the soundtrack for Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster, I said it's like 90% perfect, but the 10% is just some tracks here and there where they make a couple weird instrument choices, and I don't understand why they did that. I haven't found a single problem with the instrumentation for Final Fantasy VI so far, you know. And it just feels like, you know, it feels like every track is exactly what Oematsu actually had in mind when he was composing it. But now he has, can actually do it. So now he can mm-hmm. actually put it into place, right? So, for, for instance, like, Science Theme, which... I was never huge on Cyan. By the way, I think Cyan's gameplay-wise is kind of fixed in this version. But like, oh. I was never huge on Cyan before, so I always overlooked his theme. But now he has this theme in the Japanese version. Like, it's... Sorry. He has this theme that sounds really Japanese, which is how it was supposed to sound. And okay. it has such a like atmosphere to it. And, you know, you actually feel like you're looking at a samurai knight in... Like, Adoma, which I guess is Japanese-inspired. Yeah. Like, you know, they just have such great instrumentation for all of the tracks now. Uh, What do you mean he's been fixed gameplay-wise? You don't have to wait, like, 30 seconds for him to do his level 8 attack? Uh, Apparently, this is how how they worked in the mobile release, and they retained it. You you open, like, you select Bushido, Sword Tech, whatever, and you select the command he wants to input, and then he starts charging on his own. And the battle keeps going, and you can give other characters command while Cyan uh, charges and then attacks. Okay. And he does yeah. seem to relatively charge faster than he would in the previous versions, too. Oh, much faster. Like, uh, so, so for instance, like, in the first one, basically the only way to use him was to use the Bushido for the first one, which was Fang, right? But I now... I would uh, wait until level feasibly... four, I think. That was like a... That was like a three-part attack, wasn't it? I gotta... Yeah, the level... The highest level one was like, uh, it can kill all enemies, I think it was. 
Yeah, that one did yeah, work. Um, number I think. four and seven are four hit attacks. Yeah, those are the yeah. good ones. But like, there's there's one that I really like now, which is the second one, which like basically is like a counter attack. But the sec, but like, so when you charge it up and then you select it, you know, when Cyan gets hit, he'll respond with like something that's like five times the damage of a normal attack or something stupid like that. It basically just it just kills anything. I remember mm -hmm. uh, number two didn't work. I, I feel like I never used it because I think it might have been glitched in some way. This apparently the attack is called Sky or Retort. Yes. yes yeah, it did cool. have a glitch, the Psycho Cyan bug. Psycho Cyan bug? All right, let me find out what that is. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's, you can find videos on YouTube. It's I don't remember the exact thing, but it involves like imping someone or KOing someone. I don't forget the exact setup. But basically, it like tricks the coding into making Cyan attack, and then he counters his own attack with another attack and another attack, and he just attacks over and over and over endlessly until the battle is over. So that's why they call it Psycho Cyan. Psycho Cyan bug. It just sounds like a Metal Gear Solid term to me for some right? reason. Right? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Oh, Drakey, we yeah, haven't, like, uh, properly introduced you in any good way, but you are an admin on this wiki, right? You are admin, yes. right? Yeah, okay. I can't remember who's what anymore. Um, and you also, um, you have been modding Final Fantasy VI for, I think, well over a decade now, right? Not quite. Uh, I started modding it five years ago when I did a My Little Pony thing, and I've done standalone mods since then. Okay. So uh, the one I'm proud of, I upload a video of a YouTube. I, I, I always found Edgar's air anchor useless. Like, mm -hmm. yay, it's Edgar's ultimate tool and it's instant death attack when the enemy gets a turn. So I modded it into the bazooka, which is basically a souped-up auto crossbow where Edgar fires a barrage of missiles at enemies. I'm okay. like, much cooler, much more fun, much more effective. So you know Final Fantasy VI. You probably know Final Fantasy VI better than anyone here, I assume, then? Since you've actually... Uh, I don't know if I know it better than Techno, but I'm going to say yes. Okay. No, you know it better than me. <laughs> I, I know it pretty well, okay. but I would still, I would still like, uh, pass the torch on to you. I mean, I've had to get deep and intimate with it, yes. There's been <laughs> yeah. many long, long nights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also the My Little Pony version, which just makes what you said all the creepier. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Um... Going with an open mind. You might find you enjoy Philly Fantasy VI. Uh, well, you I know what? I would, that version. I would probably like play that. Philly Fantasy VI before I would play the Pixel Remaster. I say that with well, all beloved respect, but I just, I just disagree philosophically with what they've done with these versions. And we've been over this a million times over the last six months. Mm. Actually, I'm going to miss yeah. this conversation because we'll never need to have it again after this. It's over. We won't get a Pixel Remaster 7. At least I don't think we will. Hmm. Uh, I mean, that wouldn't really make... Fantasy 7. Which is a different can of worms. Assuming <laughs> they were Square Enix members that exist. Oh, yeah. Oh, they not remember Final Fantasy 7. Yeah, it's a shame. Final Fantasy 7. That's just the one you never hear about anymore. It's like... Oh, well, yeah, other right. questions. I remember they announced that, what is it, like... More than two years ago now, I think. Uh, we and, have. Like, uh, it, we're still waiting for anything on it. We actually have news on Ever Crisis, which. Um, why don't we stay to six, then we'll get back to it? 
Might as well stay slightly on topic. Um, So, I guess we should talk about two major revised scenes. Do you want to go to that? Uh, before we get to that, okay. like, uh, so while we're on the top, while we're on the subject of characters being like uh, rebalanced a little bit. So Cyan was the main one, but there's another character who was rebalanced even from the mobile version, and that's Sarvin, right? So uh-huh. Sarvin already, you know, my favorite character in the game, uh, like, uh, my favorite of the heroes, like Kafka's my favorite character, but my favorite of the heroes, you know already like probably the strongest one other than maybe edgar gets a huge buff in the the pixel remaster that he did not need right so in basically every version of far fantasy 6 up to this version right uh what happens is you press blitz and then you enter the combination if you can remember it and then sobin performs that blitz attack well, you right. can't remember well, up, I mean, up, right, up. right, down, down, left, left, AA, or whatever it was. Crap. I've already forgotten. <laughs> Phantom, <laughs> Phantom Rush. I'll look up the combination. It's something like that. I'm, yeah, I'm laughing extra right hard about. because I did make that a blitz combination in my ROM hack. Phantom Rush. Continue. <laughs> right, so in every it. version of it, you have to remember the, remember the input. And uh, if you get the input wrong, then you don't perform the attack so basically it's left you know, it's left kind of... up up right right down down left a that's the that's for phantom Rush. yeah yes yes whereas in pixel remaster how it works is you select blitz and then it gives you a menu similar to like you know the tools menu or something where it gives you all the different blitzes you can input and then you hit click one of the blitzes and then, you know, it says, follow this combination. And you got to follow the combination to get it right. You know? So they show you so what it is. Yes, yeah, so they show you what the combination is. So basically, it's no longer about memory. It's now about, like, uh, your ability to input it only. So, so it's, it's like, like uh, Orin's Limit Breaks in Final Fantasy X, then. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah, much. Exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. Exactly like that. So yeah, like the guy who didn't need a buff got a huge buff. Yeah. Which, you know, they just made they kind of made him way more forgiving. Which I'm not mad about at all because I love Sovin. But yeah, so yeah, it's basically happened. impossible to mess up his blitzes now. Pretty much, it's pretty mm. much impossible to mess him up. I so, I could find a way to screw you know, up that whole thing. I'm sure I could. Well, technically you can, but it's only if you press A before you're done inputting the combination. But yeah, if you yeah. make a mistake, you just start it over. So, our Let's Play of Final Fantasy VI, where Scathe kept messing up all the blitzes, that's <laughs> not going to happen. That's oh, not I think happen. it will. He'll find a way. <laughs> maybe. maybe Look, when so. the heat of um, ATB to... is going down, and you know you have to go and hit the buttons as soon as possible. You might end up hitting uh, left, left, left instead of left, left, up, up. Yeah, right, I right, guess down, if, down, left, A. I, I guess if you don't have weight mode on, then it would it's still kind of challenging. You play but, with weight mode? Of course oh. I do. Oh, man. That's, that's okay. a shame. Um, what was I saying? I don't know. So, yeah, so uh, the only character I was a little disappointed didn't get much of a rework is gal 
like a... I think he gets a tiny rework, which is to do with, like, you know, when you go to the Velt and you've done Leap with him, it's easier for him to, like, come back and join the party again. Like, uh, but I don't remember the details on it. But the thing I was a little upset about with Gal is, you know, you have a giant menu of all the different rages and you don't know what any of them do. Yeah. And, like, and that's yeah. what just kind of ruins Gal for me. Like, you know, I know we have, you know, our own website where I can look yeah. up what they do. Yeah. But I don't want to do that while I'm playing the game, you know? Yeah, no one wants like, to do that. Right. Like that's why everyone used Stray Cat because I'm not gonna bother to remember more than five rages max for what they yeah, do. And if you if you're like me and you forget to like fight Stray Cat and at the earliest opportunity, then all of a sudden Gal was kind of useless to you. So mm -hmm. that's the one I think they had the opportunity to kind of give you a little bit of a description of each one, like oh this makes you like weak to this element and strong with this one, and it gives you this attack. Like, they had the opportunity to give them a, a tiny little description and they didn't do that. Which yeah. I'm a Like, even just saying about. what attacks they can use would have helped. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I, I'm a little upset that they didn't change Gal very much. But, water under the bridge, everyone else is basically as good as they were in the first, and in two cases, better than they were in the first. Mm -hmm. uh, Drakey, how is my boy Setzer, who is my favorite character from Final Fantasy VI? Setsu is still really good. Uh, he he still has slots, and I don't know why, but they re just reused the game board, the Super NES graphics for the slots. But now they're really blown up, and I get that they did that because you have to be able to see it on the phone screen. But they look ugly. But he's still a lot of fun. He still got slots, and I'll just I've actually had two funny things with Setsu. Um, the game has an auto battle system where it'll keep inputting the previous commands. And I did that with Setsu after he used a Prismatic Flash or Slash 7 Flush with a slots, and he did it again. So I thought for a while, oh, he can chain the same slot result? But I ended up finding, no, he don't. He just spins the slots again, so to speak, and he gets the same result. And yeah. what, about, what I did find is that because he gets to see, he just keeps spinning the slots to get a different result. Uh, during the auto battle, I got Joker's death and body yeah. wiped. <laughs> so I'm like... You'd think they would have not let that happen, you know, that you can have auto battle on and Setsu can accidentally kill the party. And another funny thing I had is, I, this is a glitch, and I don't know how, when people have also triggered it with Gao, when I was going to the floating continent, I had Setsu and Mog in the party, I commanded Mog to dance, and Setsu started dancing. He yep. used Sunbath, as if, and like Mog got his turn like he had a dance, but Setsu danced, he did Sunbath, his ATB refilled, and then he did Wind Slash. Oh. So I'm like, okay, I guess Sets is a dancer now. I, you know <laughs> what? He's fabulous enough to do it. He is a handsome man. Yeah, he is. Like, yeah. imagine that cape flaring out as he spins. It's amazing. He's basically good Sephiroth, which is why I like him. <laughs> anyway. Um, does, does, that, does that imply that the other Sephiroth is not good? Because other, I agree, he is not good. The other Sephiroth is evil and kind of creepy. When you really get down Kinda. to it, extremely creepy, okay? But, you know, we, you know what? I feel like we're going to a bad place describing this relationship as creepy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of things, yes. things that were originally creepy, but they fixed them, yes. Edgar's line got fixed. Mm -hmm. They fixed Edgar's line. Thank God. What was, is this uh, him trying to date Realm? Uh, 
Yeah, um, I was actually talk- we were talking Techno and I we were talking about this. Um, Edgar's line in the Super NES version. Uh, I can't remember fine. what it was in the Super NES version, but the DBA version it was something like, oh, "Not even a lady." He's hoping you're still around in eight years, kid. Yeah, it's so gross. Yeah, yeah. and they changed it now. Um, I can't. Like, okay, they grow up. So they grow up faster than you think. You're gonna break a lot of hearts when you get older, kid. Uh, and I was mentioned uh, to Techno. It's ac- it was actually even worse than the original Japanese. And just to give context, Realm is ten. Legal age of consent in Japan under certain conditions we, can go as low as thirteen. It doesn't matter but what the, the legal age. Was, it just it's it's a bad. I know. Scene. I'm just it's saying. You know, scene. cultural differences. No. But the original Japanese line was like, no, don't even think about it. That would be criminal. And it's like, oh, oh no, like yes. Yeah, it's gross. That's yeah. real bad. All but right, anyway. basically, I can I can answer what the Super NES line was for us. I don't English I don't version. want to move on from Ted this Woolsey, The Ted Woolsey said that's gross. I'm ignoring that, and I'm gonna put in my own line, even if it doesn't make any sense. So, the line that Edgar says is literally just lighten up, okay? Like it doesn't make <laughs> any sense. Uh, it does make what? sense because Wilm's got a mouth on her. But, yeah, I yeah. mean, I guess, like, it doesn't flow in, like, logically from what was previously said, right? Mm-hmm. He, he yeah. literally just says that, right? But, so he kind of ignored that. And obviously, the Pixel Remaster guys have said, yeah, Ted Woolsey had the right idea. Let's yeah. ignore that. Yeah. And they and they fixed the line. Thank God they fixed the line. So... I mean, it's not a gameplay improvement, but they did fix Edgar. Yeah, we don't need Edgar to be a pedophile. No, oh, no, no right. let's not even... Yeah, anyway, let's... Moving yeah, hard because... on from this topic, as fast as my feet yes. and my voice could carry me, let's talk about the intro, because <laughs> this is actually bugging me. Uh, Techno, you and me have actually mm. talked about this before, but the intro to this game has been, of course, remastered. Um, now, yeah. this is an iconic scene. It's the three Magitek armors walking through the snow to uh, Narsh up to the north. And, you know, the uh, opening, I think it's uh, it's Terra's theme that plays over it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So Terra's theme or plays... A, a remix, I think, of it. I think it might just be the regular Terra's. I don't know. We'll have to double check. Um, I think it's just regular Terra's theme is playing, but it's a, it's a great like emotional scene. You got those Mode Seven graphics coming in. They have recreated the graphics. I I could complain about minor bullshit like I don't like the little purple thing and the lighting's not right. Whatever. No one wants to hear from me. I'm an old head. Who cares? What I don't like is that they removed the opening credits from the opening credits scene. Yeah, I don't get yeah. that. So I have a little bit of context on it, right? Uh, and just to be clear, I am not defending the decision to not credit the original developers, but basically the pixel remasters of the game are built from the ground up as opposed to previous ones, which were ported from Super NES, right? So like the, the so the original one, like, you know, the NES version was created, it was ported to Game Boy Advance. And then the mobile version did this really weird thing where they have like a a GBA emulator emulating the GBA and then putting graphics over it. It's weird. I don't understand it, but that's what they decided to do for that. So that's still a port. Whereas the Pixel remasters are pretty much created from scratch. And in the games industry, I don't understand why this is, 
But for some reason, when you've made a game from scratch and you didn't like uh you didn't take code or something from the previous one, then they just don't include your credits at all. Like they just they only credit the new team. Is that and then they standard? Say, oh, by the way, we adapted from this team. Uh, yes. I don't think it's a good standard, but that's how they do it. It's really weird. It's but like, then why not it's... just include the Pixel Remaster team credits in the yeah. opening? Well, that's the thing. The, because, uh, because they used the Pixel Remaster credits for all six of them, because it was the same team on all six, they, mm. it was. it's basically just a copy-paste job. Right. So, for, wow. so they didn't want to put in the effort to remaster those credits, those opening credits, for the opening scene of it. And as a result, you know, the opening scene is is kind of reduced in how good it is. That like, is you know, it's weirdly a, it's a cheap in very strange places. That's that's the other thing I have about I yeah. agree. That's the other issue I have with this pixel remaster is that it just seems like a strangely budget job. Like, this is not the lush and eloquent final version of these games you'd want. It's just kind of like, we did oh, yeah. as much as we could to say that it's new. And in, I don't know, 10 years, there'll be a new version, and this version will be forgotten entirely. I would yeah, say I... that, except, you know, that remastered soundtrack and the opera scene that has voices this time, like, that's... Like that is not like a rush job. Yeah, I, I get. I do get the sentiment. Thing. Like six is less that the least of that of the pixel remasters because I think they recognized they needed to go in hard on six and not half-ass it, and oh, yeah. mostly they did. And like they did, they do reuse some old sprites, but and, uh, backgrounds and that, but they still fought, look fine. And I fine. But I def do get to send that sentiment with the Pixel Remasters because in so many places they did just reuse graphics from the Game Boy Advance versions. And I'll say, like, a thing that really pisses me off when they did that is when it leads to artistic consistency, most glaringly with Final Fantasy, the original one. They went through the trouble to create new battle sprites for the four fiends that more closely matched the original NES sprites but they reused the field sprites they used in the Game Boy Advance versions. So Kraken on the field is blue with a, with a purple cape, but then when you get into battle with him, suddenly he's purple with a green cape. Mm. And it's like, why would you reuse that sprite? It takes like less than five minutes to just recolor it. I could do it in Photoshop and within five minutes, like why would you not recolor this? Why would no one go over this? And oh, I, I don't have think it's to, a minor, uh, I don't think it's a tall order to ask the character be the that ask an enemy not suddenly change color when they go between battle and the field. You know, I don't think that's a lot to ask. Sorry, Drakey. I have to go check on a cake that I'm baking right now. So uh, you two uh, run the show. I'll be out for a second. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah. So when it comes to like reusing stuff, like. The only thing I'll say there is like Final Fantasy VI reuses stuff from itself a lot. Like, you know, that cave entrance, for instance, that's in like five different places or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, and then, yeah, like basically all the cave stuff and a lot of things from Mount Colts were reused all over the place. And like some of the sprites were reused all over the place, even within the game. So, to an extent, 
reusing assets is kind of what Final Fantasy VI has always done. Yeah, and plus, and plus, like, that's reusing assets, but the assets still look good. Like, the mm, pixel, that's true. like, Final Fantasy VI still looks great. And, like, there's people that still, like, even now are saying, like, I think the original soup, some people, I'm not, I won't get into it, but some people think, like, the Super NES versions of some of the sprite, new sprites that were improved look better. Mm. And, you know, that's a valid, I, that's a valid opinion to have because they do look good in some places. And in some cases, they do look better. Like, one thing I've seen is that the Pixel Remaster sprites, the uh, sprites for the party members are too bright and desaturated compared to the Super NES versions. And there's people now trying to take the Pixel Remaster sprites and recolor them to be more like the Super NES versions. And they look better than both. So yeah, I don't no, mind. I, I don't mind them using graphics because they still look good. No, I can see that. I can see that. That um, like, I do think that like graphically, uh, Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster is definitely like they put way more effort into this one than they did to the other mm-hmm. the other five, like you know, and uh. From because the only one I've played through fully is Final Fantasy Six. Uh, so, sorry, it's Final Fantasy Five, but I played through Hi, quite back. a bit of Final Fantasy Four as well. Uh, welcome back. Yeah, so I played a bit of. Uh, I'm about halfway through Final Fantasy Four Pixel Remaster. I want to say, and like a uh, c- compared to those two, I do think Six Pixel Remaster is clearly the one that they said. All right, well. You know, players love this one, and this we can't mess this one up. And yeah. they clearly took that to heart because they did a way better job with this than they did with the others. Because even though, like, uh, I think of the three that I've played, I would say this is at the top. Uh, five is the second best, and I think Final Fantasy Four has too many com- like decisions that confuse me, like the fact that. They're using the Final Fantasy for advanced translation yes. instead of the PSP one. I don't understand why I they know, did like, that. That like, is they, weird. Terms like Feymarch and Idolan have been used in other, in other media for Final Fantasy IV for a decade now. Why yeah. take them out? Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, the thing. Just, There's weird choices that all across these things. Uh, you guys didn't talk about the opera yeah. scene yet, did you? We no. We didn't yet. We okay. can talk about it now. Okay, so yes. Drakey, you've the, the seen opera, it, and I've watched it on YouTube. I have. Okay. So I, w- I won't get into specifics, as I, well, I can't, like, even describing it, like, I'm not going to spoil anything for techno. I wasn't, exp- I, I knew, like, the opera was going to be amazing, just because, you know, instinctually, if they're going to go hard on any specific part of Final Fantasy VI, it's going to be the opera. So you know, this is going to be, from a technical perspective, this is going to be the best part of the game. And it is. It's the 2D sprites on like the 3D area environments. Um, it has full voice acting. Uh, some of the characters have uh, new animations for them doing the singing. I, be- I don't recall the, the Game Boy Advance translation of Final Fantasy VI well, but I believe that the lyrics were retranslated, mostly so they could work better as proper song lyrics that so people had to actually sing in rhythm with the music. And overall, it's just fantastic. And like, yeah. it like, it's simple things like pulling, but the curtain actually pulling back from the stage, spotlights that visibly come on and shine on the actors. It's like they went really hard, and it was it's really really fantastic. 
Yeah, and I the music, say, of like, course, uh, is great too. Like, uh, I, I mean, I might get crucified in this chat in a minute because I'll reveal that when I first played Final Fantasy VI, the first version I played was the mobile port that came yep. out in 2014 yep. and that everyone hates. And you like, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, so. So obviously this is a, a massive improvement over that graphically. Yeah, that's yeah, not a high bar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that yeah. that looks <laughs> anyway, like absolute but... ass. Yeah. So even even considering that, when I played the opera for the first time in that version, I still found it impressive just because I was like, you know, this is done on a Super Nintendo, like, and you can just and you can see like in every version of it, like uh before this one. You can see in every version, like, that within the limitations they had, within all the technical limitations of what they could achieve, given how little RAM they had, and how they had, like, I think it was 32 bits. Like, given how little... 16 was in that generation? 16 bits. Okay, yeah. so given how little was available to them, they pulled out so many tricks and techniques here and there, to like uh you know mask the fact that it's still a 2d snes game but you're actually like witnessing this grand orchestral like uh musical composition and this huge event you know and i still find it impressive even then so the only way to really preserve that is they can say all right well we don't have those limitations anymore but we're still gonna make it the most epic part of the game mm -hmm. and from the sounds of it, they did exactly that. They, they have, uh, they pushed for very HD 2D effect for a lot of this. Mm -hmm. um, Which I will, is similar to Octopath? Not as dramatic, Octopath? because it doesn't have the same, okay. like, like what they do in the HD 2D versions is they really go hard on the depth of field and the, uh, the glare to really, like, sell 3D. Where in this, mm. uh, it, it looks more like everything is cohesive. A lot of what they want to do in Octopath is they want to kind of show off how uh, distinct the sprites are from the 3D work, just to kind of build the contrast and make it pop out a little bit more. I think it's a very mm. cool effect. Okay. It looks gorgeous. Um, I think I think this version looks good. As you know, if you're gonna make it on modern systems, I still, as you've said, Techno. You said, you kind of alluded to what is so cool about the opera scene is that it is taking very archaic and very limited tools and pushing it to incredible places. Like, that is a preview of what JRPGs were going to be for the next decade. It was going to be this vast narrative mm. kind of experience where they could go and really try to go and push and have camera work and all kinds of things. And I think it's beautiful. I think what's also beautiful is the fact that they did chiptune singing with it. So it's little bleeps and stuff, and it still sounds incredible. I remember playing it even on my GBA, mm -hmm. even even admitting that the GBA version has a worse sound effect. It is worse sound quality in every way in practically every song, except for Decisive Battle, which sounds better on the GBA version for some reason. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. The fact that my little GBA was going and singing to me was just so adorable. I had to go show it to like everyone I knew. I'm like, look, it's singing. Mm. It's trying. It's like Hal in the movie um, 2001. It's singing, except you know it it doesn't have it can't talk. 
So them putting in singing and putting in 3D, it just it, you can't recapture that magic. Even trying to break the rigid 2D confines of this remake, I don't think does it. Also, I think the English singing and even the Japanese singing kind of sounds like shit. Um, frankly, I I, um... uh, I think I think to an extent, like Celeste is supposed to. Just because, like, you know, she's not, not a professional really. Yeah. I don't think she's so. not supposed to. No, 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 no. But they I think, are. I think the other two sounded good. Yeah. Well, my my but issue yeah, is sounded a little off. My issue is that they have uh, remade this several times already. There's a Black Mages version, and there's a um, what's the other remaster thing? Oh my god, I'm blanking completely on it. Distant Worlds. Distant Worlds. Distant Worlds thank you. This is why. This is why I have other people. I on the saw podcast. Distant Worlds live. Oh, that's so cool. I saw Distant Worlds live, yeah. Uh-huh. And when they did the opera live with actual professional singers in the London Symphony uh, Orchestra. And, bruh, like, yeah, I mean, exactly. that, that was a hell of an experience. I need to so do this at some point like, in my life. Oh. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I can understand what you're saying if you're like, oh, well, it doesn't sound like that. It yeah, doesn't, it doesn't sound, sound like that. She's not... Sound like, the uh, the singer is I don't I, she might be a professional singer I'm not sure it doesn't sound like they splurged particularly to get a singer who could do those opera high notes she's just kind of singing the mm. song and it it sounds weirdly pitched like um, well, there's auto tune going well, I, or some kind of reverb it, it just doesn't sound very natural or good there's a lot of reverb but I think like uh so where I disagree is I think on the part of Celeste, that's intentional because she's not a professional singer. Celeste is not professional. She's not the real Maria. The the real Maria would be able to, you know, sound like a professional who's someone who's like, you know, can hit all those high notes and whatever. Whereas Celeste has literally just come along, been given the lyrics and said, sing. Yeah, I would you know, maybe realize. That makes sense. I think I have to replay the opera and screw up the lines on purpose to hear how they do that. Because I didn't hear that. I just did the opera like the first time. I'm wondering, like, how does it sound when you screw up and you do the wrong lines? How does it, the voice, the singing sound then? I've and never. Just, out just a curiosity. I've never dared screw up the lines just because I love the scene and I want it to run well. So I have actually never tested mm-hmm. it, even in any version. But what I'm going to say is. There is a version of the scene that makes sense in the canon of the story where, you know, Celeste is not a professional opera singer and her trying to be that. We could get like her trying ridiculous high notes and then a glass shatters or something. But they're not going for comedy (laughs) in this scene. They're going for how beautiful can we push this technology. So even breaking the Mm -hmm. very logic of the story for that second Celeste is a professional opera singer and she's nailing it. It is supposed to be the yeah, most I beautiful can, thing they can pull off. Yeah, I, I can understand yeah. that perspective, absolutely. I mean, like, uh, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. Like, uh-huh. uh, I'm just saying, like, uh, we get, I, wait, I get where you're coming why, from, yeah. 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 yeah, I understand why they went with this artistic choice. Would this other artistic choice have been better? Probably. But, you know, it's not, it doesn't ruin the scene for me, is what I'm going to say. And I'll mention, um, you mentioned just the opera from a tactical perspective. There's, there's a quote, I can't remember where I heard this, but there was a good quote I read somewhere. It mentioned, um, so for, for, a sound, for a musician, having to work with it with Super NES techno- technology 
is like a painter have is like a painter having to work with Crayola. And yeah. Nobuo Uomatsu took his Crayola and did the Sistine Chapel yes. with Final Fantasy VI. And he really, really did. And I think once again, like with terms of the Pixel Remaster engine, I remember like with it the lead up to it, I remember thinking, you look at the uh, the other other two Super NES games, and then you look at Final Fantasy VI, in its time, it was a technical leap forward. Like you look at Final Fantasy Four and Five and Six, like scenes of when you recruit Gao and Cyan and Sabin and Gao are stopping stopping and moving around the battle screen and having a full conversation with animations. Those weren't in the other games. Sprites no. did not have the same range of animations. Of course, the field sprites were smaller, and you didn't have the kind of huge attack animations that Final Fantasy VI could have. You didn't have Mode Seven. Yep. So I was actually wondering, from a technical perspective, can whatever engine they've done they're using for Pixel Remaster handle Final Fantasy VI? Because I had we hadn't seen the other five P- P- PR remasters do anything that VI did. There's Mode Seven in Final Fantasy V. Sorry. I needed to point this out. In Final Fantasy Sorry? V, there's some Mode 7. I'm pretty sure when the meteors crash, I think they do some Mode 7 there. I'm like 90% They might. Sure um, I'm not sure. I don't fully recall. No, there is. There is. You're right. You're right. Okay. They do Mode 7 for the meteors. But okay. yeah, um, so when it's coming out now and seeing them do all this stuff in the end Final Fantasy VI after all, and then go even further from a technical perspective with the opera, the opera looks fantastic, but... Here's the one flaw with the opera looking so fantastic. It makes everything else look like shit. (laughs) And, like, I want to see, like, the stuff they did with the opera with the 2.5D. Give me more. I want to see the apocalypse doing that. I want to see the confrontation in Kefka's Tower doing that. I want to see other big moments doing that. And if you can do that, do that in the other games. You can do, like, the battle with... The giant, the giant of Babel coming in Final Fantasy IV. You could do more with that. You could do so much with this. If you can do this much with this engine, do it with the other games. The way and- I'm picturing it is like a, the way the way I imagine it went down is like there would have been a conversation where they said, okay, well, uh, so Pixel Remaster, we've got uh, a somewhat limited budget because the point of this is. We're just trying to remaster it as if, like, uh, as if it was back when the games came out for the nostalgia p- purpose, right? You know, mm-hmm. we're going to preserve the nostalgia it. of yeah. it. Yeah, so it's, it's more than be, nostalgia, uh, though. I will say, it, it, there is a kind of preservationist historical archive, which I, I kind of got alluded to when I was talking about how cool the opera scene is in the Super Nintendo. Like, you kind of when you play one through six the original versions you can see this arc of history that's happening and i i kind of hate the fact mm-hmm. that yeah. we're losing that with this i i still really do not understand the underlying philosophical point of this like what they're actually going so, for i've never uh, understood but you know, we, we've been so through this a what million I times imagine, yes what i imagine happened is they said all right limited budget we're going from the nostalgia thing and then someone on the team would have fought back and said like Okay, if you can't do it for the rest of the port, at least let us do it for the opera. Mm-hmm. Like, at least let us do it for this, because this one has to be the mind-blowing one, the same way that uh, the same way it was when it came out. And then eventually they caved and said, "All right, I'll allocate you this amount of resources for the opera scene, but that's it. You're not getting it for the rest." I imagine that 
is probably what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they... also with how these have rolled out, like the first three, and then four, five, and six, and it's taken over uh, like eight months to get this far. Uh, you do get the sense that I think they were still kind of feeling figuring things out as they went along. Yeah, like maybe they didn't know like how to do this stuff, the Final Fantasy VI stuff in the engine, and had to do some behind the scenes work to make it happen. You know, so maybe they didn't do it because they didn't know how at the time, or they weren't sure if they could. The but they can I now, and like, it. I wouldn't mind like go back to the draw. Like, I feel like we've we've been beta testers for the Pixel remasters. Now beta test. Now I feel like we see where we, like Final Fantasy VI is the final result of the the final beta. I wouldn't mind seeing what the picks all the Pixel remasters could be now that we could go this hard as we yeah. did in the opera for other places. Now really? I know like from like a practical perspective, like I don't saying we release the Pixel remasters with new graphical sequences or anything like that, but. You get what I'm saying, you know? From yeah. a technical yeah. perspective, they could have done more now. These have yes, been the works in... Pro- I oh, I'm sorry. I keep talking over each okay, other. So I can't fix that fucking problem. I don't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you go tech now. Alright, I'll, I'll make mine real... Yeah, I'll make my point real quick, and then you can go. But anyway, so, the way I look at it is like a... If you look at the time frame for these games, like, and when the different ports came out, like, you know... Uh, the games came out in, like, uh, so 6 was released in 1994, question mark? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, 1994, roughly, right. Yes, yes, because last year was the 27th anniversary. Yeah, and then next decade, we had the final, finest fantasy for Advance, all six games remastered and released, well... Not remastered, ported, I should say, yes. to the GBA. Right. Ten years later, roughly ten years later, we have uh, the the mobile ports of five and six, which everyone hated. You know, you're forgetting uh, advanced, but yeah, that you can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't buy those versions anymore. You know, those ports are dead. But um, so those got released about ten years later, and. Almost 10 years later, like, uh, it's been about 8 years since then, we now have the 6 ports, like, we now have these 6 versions, these 6 remastered versions, right? So, I think, you know, there's gonna be another progression where, in about 8 to 10 years time, we're gonna get another, like, 6 versions of these games. Uh, I'll take another version of 6 as long as it's, as long as it's, like... Final. I'll take. I'll take Final Fantasy VI remake. Yes. But, yeah. Like you know, we're gonna get another version of these games, all remastered, all prettied up. You know, and for whatever platforms exist at the time, maybe by then, video game streaming will have taken off. Who knows? But you what? know, we'll get what's for the those platforms at the time, and you know, it'll we'll be in a totally different place. You know, there'll be a totally different conversation we're having by then. So, uh, so what I say is, you know, I love these versions. I completely understand. Like, it's like, it's like when Blue brings up every single like argument against them, I don't even disagree with it necessarily. Like, I don't even disagree necessarily with that, anything you're saying in terms of like questioning a lot of the artistic decisions and wondering if we, there should have been a much higher budget. Uh, allocated to these games to preserve them a little better or to like remake them somewhat better i don't even necessarily 
necessarily disagree with like any point that anyone's brought up. I just, you know, I just think I'm happy with these and I would love to see the next ones improve from that because they very clearly heard our feedback loud and clear with regards to those, uh, the 2014 ports that we got because people hated those. And this is clearly a step up from that. So let's hope that in 10 or so years time, we're going to get another step up. Um, and I, I feel pretty much the same way. And what I have heard is, the, of course, the story for Final Fantasy VI forever has been, well, the Western fans love it, Japanese fans not so much. I, I, don't, I don't, like, know anyone, like, that's in tune with the Japanese side of the fan base, so I can't, like, say if this is fact, true or not. But I've heard apparently Final Fantasy VI's reputation in Japan is improving because mm. it is being remade and, and they are discovering, hey, this game's actually aged really well and it was pretty good and ahead of its time. So, like, like we know that there's rumors they'll do, they're going to do Final Fantasy IX remake. I don't think it's unreasonable to think that in five years' time or so, they may announce Final Fantasy VI remake after all, either mm. in 3D or in 2.5, full, full 2.5D. And either way, I'd be down for it. I would be down with either one of those. Uh, I personally am in the camp where I believe the Final Fantasy IX remake is 100% real. But um, but anyway, I, I mean, are we coming to closing thoughts I on think Final you, Fantasy VI? I kind of think you did your closing I thoughts. I gave mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah I going... gave mine. Basically, you can give yours. Yeah, I'm going to give my uh, closing thought now, which is there is a version of Final Fantasy VI that Square Enix could make which I would definitely play. And it doesn't need to be faithful in any way to the Super Nintendo version. I'm talking, let's do a full 3D version of Final Fantasy VI, except you style the art style like Nobuo Uematsu's artwork, which is entirely possible and has been possible for like 10 years now. You, you mean uh, to, uh, Yoshitaka Amano's artwork? God damn it! Because oh. I don't know what Nobuo Uematsu's artwork looks like. He's a musician. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Amano's artwork. Yes, style like Amano's artwork, not Uematsu. God damn it! Well, we've already had Uematsu's composition. Yes, like, as in what he would have done if he had, you know, the instrumentation. But anyway, so Amano's yeah. artwork. Yes, yes, it is my turn. All right, you're from Texas. You should know your Skip Bayless whining about his turn. Anyway, it's my <laughs> turn. <laughs> Um, anyway, so we have had so many Final Fantasies do so many different things. It's wild to me that with all the advances in technology and everything else and with all the different ways you can make games and creative indie artsy decisions, nobody's ever made a game that looks like that Amano work. I even want like the kind well, of brushy stuff, all that thing. I, I think that's the perfect version that we should get that would not replace the original and wouldn't even try to replace the original. Well, a quick thing I will toss out is I've seen a very common sentiment. I don't know if you keep up with Final Fantasy XIV at all, but there are some enemies that people have said, this looks like an Amano art come to life, and it really does. So I can show you some stuff after this if you're interested in that. I think I want the kind of brush style kind of stroke effect happening where it really looks like a painting that's come to life. I think that's what we really... Okay, doing. I get what you mean, yeah. Yeah. Kind of okay. think like Okami, except you know we've advanced so much further if beyond we're Okami about, now. If we're talking about paintings coming to life, there's a character in Final Fantasy VI who does that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Does, so uh, basically, you does want Banish work against them still? Final Fantasy VI. Yeah. 
I want um, um I want the, chicory Final Fantasy VI. How about that? <laughs> so one last point uh, that I forgot to mention is I have not heard Dancing Mad yet. Um, Neither have I. Oh shit! How did I not listen to it until I bite it? I'll listen yeah, to that the moment like, this podcast you know, is done. I also saw Dancing Mad live. Oh my god, most amazing thing I've ever seen. I gotta like, so go but, to this um, show, man. But yeah, so like, uh, cause, cause I mean, when you think about it, the final boss battle is kind of similar to the opera in the sense of they're just pushing what they can do to make it like the most grand kind of epic thing you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like, uh, I personally think it is better than One Winged Angel, but I, I know there's a lot of differences of opinion there. One Winged Angel is amazing. I prefer Kafka, but you know, to each their own. Yep, One Winged Angel is. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just really excited. One Winged Angel is uh, one song, and Dancing Mad is four different movements. So it's kind of unfair, isn't it? Right. Yeah, I guess it's an unfair comparison, but like, uh, it's similar from the sense of like, you know, it's a music, it's a musical competi- composition that's far beyond what the system should be capable of. Like, you think about it, like Final Fantasy VII. You go through the game, you never get to a point where there's any kind of human voice at all. And then all of a sudden you get to the end and now there's a proper choir. Yeah, but that's not as impressive on the PlayStation 1, which could do voice acting and did. Anyway, Drakey C uh, tried to say something and he hasn't given his final thoughts yet. So let's let's do that. Yeah, I was just going to give my final thoughts. If you guys want to finish what you're you're saying now, like, I can wait a sec. No, I'm done. Uh... Yeah, I think think I'm happy to go ahead. That was just my final point. Is I'm just I'm just so hyped for the final boss. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, my final thoughts is so far with Pixel Remaster, I love it. My only major complaint is the world map is too bright, and I have there's little tiny nitpicks where like I think like this was a this was better in the original, but as a whole. I do feel this is as close to a definitive version of Final Fantasy VI as we can get, and I might go so far as to say it is the definitive version. Like, yes, it's missing the GBA bonus content, but is the game really lesser for not having it? I don't really think so. Yeah. As its own, like, if there's, I don't think there's ever there's been a better version of Final Fantasy VI to play. If you, if assuming like even like you could get any version you wanted and play it now, which version should you get? Get the Pixel Remaster port, because at its worst, in whatever areas, it's at least as good as the other versions, and in most aspects, I think it's better. It's never yeah. lo- in my opinion, it's never looked better, it's never sounded better, it's never played better, and it's never won to better. The game, it also, of course, it just runs really smoothly overall, and just minor things like the sprites being able to move around the screen more freely and not being confined to the grid, doing cutscenes where like a character is knocked back or something like that makes it like makes it makes an improve it makes the things look better so yeah final fantasy 6 pixel remaster is the finale of this remake saga and they saved the best for last in more ways than one it's great yeah okay well, I, I, mean, um... I completely agree with basically everything said there like you know and that's always the thing i was most excited for with these was not so much playing it myself but the fact that, you know, I can point, if I'm trying to, like, introduce my friends to these games and say, hey, here's my favorite game of all time, it's Final Fantasy VI, here's how you play it. 
that's always what I was most excited for with these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is good that there exists an easily accessible version where I don't have to tell somebody to buy a GBA or a GBA emulator. Though, with the yeah. Steam Deck, you could get a GBA emulator very easily, very soon. And, Technobliterator, oh. these have not come out on Switch just yet, but they will be out on the Steam Deck, which released last week, to nobody. And mm. will very slowly release over the course of this year, probably to like four different people. Anyway, um, Technobliterator... You know Do you know what else you can play on one? Funnily enough, you can play them on your Tesla car. <laughs> Which now plays all Steam games. This is so stupid. I don't know why. I don't so know why. Are you saying that in ten years we'll be playing Final Fantasy VI remake and we we make on Tesla home video game consoles? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to die and crash my that. car because I need to remember Phantom Rush's Blitz input, and then bang, I just fucking <laughs> yep. die. Left, left, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um. So- that's I need to do... Damn it, I meant to put it on the controller, not the steering wheel! <laughs> anyway, Techno, uh, we have a uh, media wiki update, so I figure, since we are a wiki, you should go tell the people at home what's going on with that. In the meantime, I have to check on my cake again, so um, I'll be out for a second. You all have fun. Yeah, sure, not a problem. So, um, the news of the news regarding the media wiki update is that uh, basically... The platform we're on, which is fandom, they used to use an old version of MediaWiki and they stuck with it for a long time because they basically put too much shit on top of it. And they said, okay, well now it would be too difficult for us to update it, so we're just not going to bother updating it anymore. You know? Then a few years ago, they said, screw that, that was a bad idea. We're now going to stay up to date with the times. And they did something called UCP, Unified Content platform I, I don't remember but like basically that was like okay we're gonna actually update to the latest media wiki version which at the time was 1.33 right so now that we're on that new version they can much more easily bring updates bring media wiki updates so we're gonna get 1.37 and that's coming later this year now as for how much this will change things if you're just a reader and you have no interest in ever editing or anything it's probably not going to change things for you at all like it will make our lives a lot easier like uh you know it, it brings new things that make our lives a little bit easier like uh there's a few bug fixes which weren't related to fandom software or they were just related to media wiki oh by the way i should mention like for those who don't know what media wiki is it's the same software that is used for Wikipedia. And basically we're using that same software, right? So basically all it does is it's a bunch of different, like uh, a bunch of different updates that uh, bug fixes for that software. And then there's a few nice things related to permissions. You know, it updates the JavaScript that we use. That's probably the biggest change for us specifically question mark but um yeah you know it's a new update you know we're staying updated with the times and please look forward to it (laughs) okay uh that sounded very informative i'm back um i I can give you an update i don't understand the software and the things i don't understand any of it either i barely edit anymore i mean let's be honest anyway um update on my cake 
I'm making a round um, cinnamon roll, which you make as a king cake for Mardi Gras here in the U.S. Um, it has... Oh, okay. All right, so it it blew up in the oven, so it is no longer round. It is it is just enormous. It, it's oh, it's nice. shape. <laughs> I'm oh, sure it's going to be delicious, my. but it is it is just a dome of stuff now. <laughs> it's just it, the shape is very unexpected. You imagine a circle. It was supposed to be a circle, and it's become just a mountain. Anyway, um, we should this do the stuff. news, right? The uh, yeah, Final so Fantasy that was news. The first bit of news. Yes. Yes. Final Fantasy news. Uh, Drakey C, can you give me a news song, like a little news ditty? Do 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 do. Okay. Yeah, that that was okay. Uh, Technobliterator. <laughs> now it's your turn. Put me on the spot. What do you want from me? <laughs> now it's, it's tech- my turn to do a news song. It's your turn. You. It's your attempt. You do a news song for me. Do 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 do. No, <laughs> no, just, just no. <laughs> okay. Okay. I agree. No. No, just no. <laughs> anyway, I'm not doing one because <laughs> that sounds really embarrassing. I'm not doing that. Oh, anyway. so, you, so you'll make your best do one. Yeah. But the host won't provide their own news. No. Well, no, like, he's the host. He makes yeah. other people do things. Don't you know exactly. how television works? Yeah. Yeah, it, we're totally on TV right now. Anyway, um, let me start with the most important news. Robert Pattinson loves Final Fantasy VII. So we already knew that he did, but the uh, the update is that he described people uh, people's choice between Tifa and Aerith as how every guy figures out what love is. And he knows something about love triangles, considering he was at the center of Team Jacob versus Team Edward. Oh, is that a Twilight thing? That is a Twilight thing. Uh, Drakey C, uh, Team Edward and Team Jacob, please tell me. Team Buffy. Wrong. (laughs) All right, Technobliterator, Team Edward or Team Jacob, let's go. I don't fucking know. I never saw those folks. You got to pick one. Come on. I don't know the first thing about. All right. Uh, All right. Which one's the which one's the first one? All right. Edward is the vampire, and Jacob is the werewolf. Okay. Okay. Well, I like werewolves more than vampires, so let's go with that one. All right. All right. You are a man that values sensuality more than you value. I don't know, intelligence. Jacob's kind of a himbo. I don't value either of those. I don't value either of those characters. I don't know the first thing about them. Well, this is very important and will remain a very important divisive issue. If anything, the most important and divisive thing, the thing that is tearing the world apart, there's nothing more important happening right now, more controversial, more terrifying than Team Edward versus Team Jacob. Anyway. Mm, yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no, no news events of the day that are more like uh politically charged than that yep there's no worse conflict going on in the world honestly i think that's completely fair because the final fantasy 7 remake part 2 uh, does canonize either of those ships per- ships permanently i'm pretty sure sure there will be rioting 
there will be violence, well, yes. Like, People uh, will die, like, the streets will burn, rivers will, will run red, you know, the shipping uh, wars will escalate beyond I, anything seen before. I, I've, I'm going to have to suddenly change gears and be like, you know what, this doesn't even sound funny anymore. <laughs> Fuck. This is now, like, really bad taste. That's almost stopped you before. I know, but, like, now, now, like, legitimately, you can't, like, you just can't Yeah, no, joke. no, I, I understand, yeah. No, I get you. Anyway, um, topic change. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV, uh, there was a live letter, 68. There's going to be a graphical update and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, most importantly, yeah, graphical but I update. I think the most exciting part... Well, that well, that's that's the most exciting part for the people that play fourteen. But the people who don't play fourteen, the exciting part is they're making single player a possibility for yes. that game. Oh yeah, I did get a text about this from my friend. Uh, yeah, so there, it looks like they might be adding a version where you can play the entire game. I guess as a single download. I I, I guess you still need to be connected to the internet the whole time though, right? I think so. Question mark. But so I, th I mean, like, I again, I haven't played, I haven't played it single player. Okay. So I, I haven't played it, but I, I did watch the letter. Like. Another change they're looking at making is may streamline the game so it is easier for pe for people who want to experience it as a single player game because they're aware that pe people like uh, some people are just turned off by MMOs, so they want to like add ways to accommodate people who want the single player experience and like some of the older they mentioned like they're going to be walling it out but they have what's called the trust system which is basically you can form a party of npcs that are accompanying you in story and they'll run yeah. the dungeon with you and they're going yeah. to they added that for i believe i th I don't know if it was endwalker or shadowbringers where they introduced it but either way they're going to be implementing it for older dungeons as well and doing some other like main quest things and that so that players who want to play through on their own can use the trust system and fight through, th through the game with AI allies. So then they don't need to get into the MMO multiplayer aspects. Mm. That just... Yeah. yeah. So, so like, uh, so that's a, that's a thing. It yeah. should be kind of cool. So it's basically for people like me who are like, you know, we've heard amazing things about the story and the story is apparently like the best Final Fantasy story since 12. So I've been, I've been following the story. It does get really good, yeah. Uh, but, like, I, I don't play. I've just been watching. I just watch streamers play it, but it does get really good. Uh, I was told the entire story back in December, and uh, I think I lost my fucking mind listening to it being told to me. There's a lot going in on in this game. a bad way. Um, you know, it's hard to say. <laughs> What's, a lot was happening on that it, podcast. Uh, I think yeah. I was... I don't know if and I was... It does have a, like, that's the thing with MMOs. They can have... Like, because they can roll out story updates every few months and major expansions every couple of years, they can have stories with scope and complexity to them beyond what a normal single-player 40-hour Final Fantasy can do. Yeah. So there's a lot to get into with the story. I think I was defeated is what happened. That's the way I'd put it. I was defeated by Final Fantasy fourteen. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but single-player should be cool. Say... Good for, uh... I would say that, uh, I personally, I would love to check out 14 at some point. I don't know if I'll ever have time in my schedule. If I do, then it's great to know that, you know, the fact that a single player version exists 
will like alleviate some of my fears about stepping back into it again. So yeah. that's the, I think that's the most exciting part of the update is those of us who we don't have the time or money for an MMO. Like you know, there's now a way we can experience Careful whatever that is between talk. us. Yeah, <laughs> that upsets yeah. some people because so much of the game is free now. Well, well oh, you don't yeah. have an excuse. You can't pay for it. It's free. It's a free trial. See, I am 31, yeah, so right. I have I have all the money you could ever imagine for games. I, there's nothing in video games that I could ever want that I could not afford. I just don't have the time for it. I don't have a hundred fucking hours or two thousand hours, whatever you would need for Final Fantasy XIV. Also, I don't like MMOs. Yeah. Just multiplayer, single player. Yeah, I don't like. Much. I don't like the combat at all. I You're just the don't. one that Yoshi P is at, is, is targeting because he he says he doesn't want people to go in with that mindset. All right. Well, what yeah, Yoshi P should target me with. Sorry. What Yoshi P should target me with is Final Fantasy 16, because where the fuck is that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I want news on that too. Anyway. Um, yes, we... I agree. Yes. And I'm not even as huge on it as some people. Like, you know, I agree that, that we have waited way too long to hear anything for that game. Yeah. Mm hmm. I'm waiting for a Final Fantasy 13 moment when, after you've been waiting for the game for so long, you finally get to see it. And then it's like, oh my god, this is a piece of shit. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, there's more news. Uh, next month, we have two new Final Fantasy games coming out. One is called uh, Ch Chocobo GX, which I think is coming out on the 10th. GP. Oh, wait, yeah. is it? Yes. Yeah, so Chocobo GP. Chocobo GP is coming GP. out March 10th. Next month, by the way, is a massive month for Square Enix. Because on March 4th, mm -hmm. Triangle Strategy comes out. On March 10th, Chocobo yep. GP comes out, which is uh, going to have a Season 1 pass with Cloud and Squall. Is this a mobile game? And more game? importantly, Terra is playable riding Magitek armor, so it is automatically the best game ever. I thought this hmm. was a game you bought and just owned, but it looks like it might be a mobile game? Or something? Apparently, like? I think there is a mobile version and a home console version, but I'm not completely sure. All right, I'm not I'm not 100% sure what's going on with this. There might be a demo eventually. Anyway, yeah, I'm kind of the same way where I'm still like a bit too confused about what the business model for it is. Like if it's just Milk like a money. Mario Kart. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, but if it's just like a Mario Kart kind of game or not not so much. I mean, Mario Kart has all the characters in it, but if it's just like a Super Smash Brothers kind of game where it the game is complete Right, but where the game is complete and then you just get characters on top of that. I would check it out. Would be cool. And like, apparently it is just for Nintendo Switch. Yeah, so right. I guess it's just like, it's going to have DLC. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'd be cool with that if that's all it is. But if it turns out, it comes out and it's like, uh, oh, by the way, there's no characters in it until you buy them. Also, you paid full price for it. Then I just feel like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> so... Uh, I'm I'm gonna reserve judgment, but I mean it looks cute. I, I think like, they learned not to do that with uh, Theatre Rhythm and All the Bravest. Oh my god! Okay, the yeah, early yeah, 2010s, I'm... the Square Enix was still figuring out how tolerant we would be to microtransactions, and I think by now the hope they've gotten the message. The answer is very little. Okay, so I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at uh, Nova Crystallis's article on it. Uh, looks like you're getting Mithril as a currency to get in-game prizes. 
one of which is Cloud, another one of which is Squall. So it might be like Overwatch, where you buy the game and then you have these Skinner box things you deal with. There's a level system on here, oh, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, that kind of makes it... I guess it, that's not too bad. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about any of that. That's... Anyway, I, I have some real thoughts about, um, you know, these boxes and shit. I, I've been too negative tonight. I'm not going to get into that now. Anyway, uh, one thing that's slightly more exciting is March 18th is when Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin will release. And there's a whole bunch of information about that. We have a new sexy Marilith. It's hot Marilith that fucks. I haven't seen that. Yep. I, I didn't see that. Yeah, well, okay. it, it's all, it, this article was posted two weeks ago. Uh, we could see the Lufinarians, Lufinians, Lufeni. I've never had to pronounce this word before. Lufinians. Lufinians, fine. They, uh, they also are striking, I guess is the way to put it. Uh, and we have a whole bunch of jobs. So there's Dark Knight, there's a Void Knight, there's a Ninja, and there's a ton more. There's Dragoon, there's Knight, there's lots of stuff. Uh, it's gonna be a big old game. Is that Monk? What? Is there Monk? Is there Monk? I think there might have been Monk. I think every. I think I've seen Monk in demos, but I don't remember. Okay, I mean, if there's Monk, then I, I forgive all the problems with the game. Otherwise, I'm gonna skip it. <laughs> like, you know. I think I've made my thoughts on uh, Shadow of the Hedgehog Final Fantasy Origin kind of well known throughout <laughs> these po podcasts at this point. <laughs> Well, you still have to play. Uh, you still have to play uh, Dirge of Cerberus if you want Shadow of the Hedgehog. Yeah, I'm not playing that either. I, I mean, I might be forced to at some point, but I'm not. It's I not that long. You could finish it in a weekend. Okay, that's good. Anyway, okay, that's um, good at least. I I can't find if Monk is on here because I'm reading the Wikipedia page, not our wiki. Why am I doing that? God damn it! Anyway, I don't know. Why would you do that? My one issue with this game is that it is coming out one month after a little game called Elden Ring. And if I am playing a Souls-like game, I cannot possibly justify to myself buying Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origin over Elden Ring. I just can't. I don't, I don't know who's making I've that decision. I've very, very good things about yes. Elden Ring. Like, again, it's not my thing. It's not what I would personally play. I've heard great things. But as far as competition goes, I mean, it's got that. The other one it's got is uh, a game that just came out, Horizon Forbidden West, which uh, I am going to buy very soon, as soon as I finish FF6 Pixel Remaster. Heard great things about it. You know, should be really good. But um, I think, yeah, I think, like, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Shadow the Hedgehog Final Fantasy Origin doesn't do that well. I mean, it's going to be our... Uh, but also just the first impressions, yeah. Mm. It's going to be our topic next month, so somebody's going to have to play it, because somebody's got to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe it'll sell like a couple million or so, which in Final Fantasy terms will be a bad performance. Well, it, yeah. Square Enix has, as we've learned recently, Square Enix has unrealistically high expectations for most of their games. They for do. most of their games, yeah. I mean... They like they they look at games that like performed really well and they said oh that that uh, was below our expectations. So 
So there are people yeah, on think... the planet that have not yet bought the game, so it hasn't been well lived up to our expectations. To right? be fair, every <laughs> yeah, single human I... alive should play Guardians of the Galaxy because that is a fan fucking tastic game. Yes, it is. Oh man, I love that game. Like, uh, so uh, uh, I love the story of that game. The gameplay itself is about a seven out of ten. The story is a straight ten. Yeah, I haven't played it, so I can't comment. It is better than the movies, to put it that way. Like, I love James Gunn and I love Guardians of the Galaxy. If they make Guardians of the Galaxy three, I will be disappointed because the version of Guardians of the Galaxy that Idos Montreal made is so much better. Anyway. I will actually agree with that. The Guardians are my favorite of the Marvel. And Spider-Man's my favorite superhero. I still like Guardians more. So, and I will co-sign what Blue just said. Yep. Like, uh, the Guardians films are my favorites, and the Guardians game is even better than those films. So yep. it absolutely deserved the, uh, the game award that it got for best story. Absolutely deserved that. And, uh, yeah, I'm still excited for Guardians 3, though. Oh, I should also mention, uh, oh, I forgot a couple news things. Uh, first off, Ever Crisis. Drake, you see, you mentioned that? Remember? Uh, uh no, I think the Techno did. Oh, oh sorry. One of us about it. Somebody did. Anyway, uh... One of us mentioned it, yeah. Anyway, Ever Crisis is going, uh, to release this year at some point. And they did release a opening movie for it, which just so shows three anonymous-looking soldiers, who I think are the guys from the first Soldier FMV opening, just hanging out on a helicopter speaking Japanese. So I, I don't know what this is. Oh, it's either that or it's something to do with Before Crisis. Like, uh, Maybe. it's one no, of the two. No, no, it's... But yeah, but basically... It is not any of the um, the uh, player uh, Turks. It's not any of them. I would recognize okay. them. It's just three guys. Okay. I don't know who they are. But, but basically, like Square had this whole event saying, "Oh, it's this. The, it's the twentieth. Was it twenty fifth anniversary of Final Fantasy VII? And there's gonna be announcements, and they're all gonna be related to the first soldier." And people went in like, oh my god, they're gonna t uh, they're gonna reveal Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. They're gonna reveal the name of it, and there's gonna be a teaser trailer. It's like, don't get your hopes up, dude. No. That's not gonna happen, mate. No. Like, if 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 they were gonna do something like that, a it would be at something that more people are watching, like you know, obviously not E3, but the equivalent of E3, like at the the PlayStation events. It'd be somewhere there. B they would have told us in advance like yeah. you know they don't just they don't just hit us with surprises like that so i think yeah. people had so i think people's expectations going into that event were way too high yeah. but with that said like you know the fact that they showed us anything from ever crisis at all is more than is more than i would have expected let's just say yeah we still don't know what that game is like, we have not seen any gameplay of it. We just have heard them talk about it. And we have this entirely inexplicable opening movie, which doesn't even fit into what they've Whoa. said, is it? Like, Well, give them 10 years, then they might decide to expand and rebrand it as Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Three. I mean, they did that before with Versus Thirteen, and that went well. Yeah. Uh, right. I will play yeah, this. No, I was, I'm just being reminded of, like, how Versus Thirteen development went with... We haven't yeah. seen anything but, like, a trailer. Can we actually see the game? 
And then it became a different game that wasn't very good, and we've been through that many times on this podcast. Yep. Um, I have final news. And this is the most important news. So, last month, Nintendo had their big uh, early 2022 Direct with all kinds of stuff. The most important thing, Chrono Cross is getting ported to the Switch. Live a Live is getting an HD 2D remaster. I, I mean, Live a, Live Alive is what it's called. I, I've never actually knew how to say Live this game. Alive. It's Live Alive. Is how I, you... I never knew how to say its name either. Yeah. Apparently it's Live Alive. Um, I've never even heard of it, so I'll uh, let you guys go. Oh, also Front Mission <laughs> 1. Say... Front Mission 1, I forgot to mention that. That's also coming out. Yeah, but I just want to say, like, because uh, I remember, like, we were discussing when it happened, there was the NVIDIA link, a leak about, like, uh, oh, there's all these games that are, like, uh, allegedly, allegedly exist in some form or are being developed in some form. And then people looked at Chrono Cross as their excuse to say, haha, the whole list is bullshit. That's, That's never going to happen. That is what I, I said. What yeah. happened. I was completely wrong. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, people looked at that as their, like, an argument for why the whole thing was kind of a bullshit list. Uh, and I thought, like, uh, I wasn't I wasn't dead sure whether that one existed, but I was dead sure the Final Fantasy IX remake exists. And I still think that exists, right? I think and, so, because they, I think they did officially announce that they're doing the Netflix show. That was an official announcement, not a leak, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, so well, it I mean, makes sense, yeah. Yeah, that what well, that what well, that was my argument. Well, if there's an animated show based on Final Fantasy IX, there is no way they wouldn't capitalize mm-hmm. on that by also making a game. So that one just seems to make too much logical sense to me. Uh, I'm looking at the G Force Now leak. I mean, leak to see what else is on there. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics uh, Remaster Tactics. and uh, Final Fantasy IX Remake are another thing. I did yeah. not believe. I, I, it, the tape exists. You can listen to me say, "Oh no, this is all bullshit. None of this is ever happening," and I've been proven wrong. So I, mm, I will take yeah, that out. I mean, what else are you gonna do? I can accept when I'm wrong. But I mean, you know, but uh, but I mean, th- this is an example of you being wrong is a good thing here, just because you know us getting tactics remastered is a great thing, and I would say a Final Fantasy Nine remake is a great thing too so you know this is one of those where you're wrong but it was actually good what if they do tactics pixel remaster we have to do this fucking argument again (laughs) well well i mean we'll crush that bitch when we get to it i swear i heard you just say we'll cross that bitch i I heard him say (laughs) i heard him say say squash that that bridge (laughs) well you both heard the wrong thing Yes, but, uh, so, so um, yeah, I mean, it, one of the things that does kind of worry me about the Pixel remasters is just that Blue's takes on these podcasts age a lot better than my takes. So, <laughs> well, I'm always so that's I'm always I more negative than you are, it, right? <laughs> but your takes do have aged a lot better. Like you were right on Final Fantasy 15. You, were, I mean, I still don't think you were right on twelve, the Zodiac Age, uh, but you were right on. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else, but I'm most. 
On most of them, like, I feel like your takes have just aged a lot better than mine have. Look, I don't want to be the negative guy. I, I just, you know, I'm an old head, and I want old things, I guess. Oh, I'm older than you, and I'm not negative. Uh, well, I'm older in spirit. How about that? Wait, how old are you? 33. Oh, wow. As old as Jesus was when he was crucified. Yeah, well, I don't know as... my hair and abs on as nice, though. Not I'm yet. as old as Tupac was when he died, so... More important than Christ, Tupac, of course. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but I do love Tupac. Anyway, um, now that we've reached the blasphemy portion of this podcast, we should probably wrap this up, right? <laughs> I thought we were reached the blasphemy portion when when you started being negative about Final Fantasy VI a little. Mm. I wasn't negative about Final Fantasy VI, the original. I've had nothing but good things to say about it, except, um... I don't know. There is no except. I don't know, the, no uh... The, the tower is kind of boring in the second half of the game that you gotta go to to get the soul of Damasa. That, that, that is one thing I'll say, um... You just to remind me, a quick note, just Final Fantasy VI. They added some mercy features, like in a couple spots, there's pots of healing water. And it's not like they're located everywhere, but they're usually in places where, like, hypothetically, you could get soft lock and a player could get stuck. Like on the river ride, mm. uh, there's okay. a pot of healing there. So if a player's stuck on the river and they can't, and they didn't have healing items, they're not screwed. But one they thing I am surprised is I remember, game... like... So, sorry. They made the easiest game in the series even easier. A bit, yeah, but, like... I think there's some spots in the game that could use a save point and didn't get one. And like one place I wanted to, I I don't I think I wouldn't have minded this. Put a save point in Zozo, because I I've watched someone who played my ROM hack got all the way to the top of the tower in Zozo and wiped and had to do, climb the whole thing all over again. I yeah. would I can understand. Put a save point at the top of the tower, and I don't think they could put one in the fan. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind one in the fanatics tower either. Not even necessarily at the top, just halfway up, because yeah. that's also a brutal dungeon to have to redo. Um, and other than but that, yeah, it's I'm absolutely perfect. Had mercy features. The game has stood the test of time and is flawless in every single way, except for those two things. Also, what Edgar said, but we've been through that shit like exhaustively. Yes. Well, they fixed it. They yeah. fixed what. Yes, Edgar they fixed it. We, and we, and not, now the game is we're perfect. not. We're not going and back the to original. it. <laughs> We're not going back. Yeah, and the original just, version of just, it wasn't a problem. They were, they're just saying true to form. New podcast yeah, rule. We will never, ever secret. discuss that ever again. It is an awful limits yeah, topic, I've decided. It is wiped. It is like the mobile port of the game. It, it never, There is no Final Fantasy VI mobile on the FF wiki. Yeah. There is no All the Bravest. I deleted that page just now. Anyway. In Blossing uh, say... I think Square Enix would even go. That would even be like, thank you. We'd they, like to forget it too. Nobody at Square Enix. Yeah, Record Keeper now, and that's far better. Please play that now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, should I do our uh, goodbyes at this point? The final wrap-up stuff that we do at the I'll, end of the podcast. I'll, I'll end. I'll end with my impression of Kafka. Okay. And I'll say, read my lips. Mercy is for whips! Wait. There's a reason a pose rhymes with dispose. If they stand in your way, kill them! Okay. Is this supposed to be Kafka? Because he kind of don't sound anything yes, like him. Yes, that was supposed to be Kafka. 
Is that... That is my Kefka impression. You're disregarding the Decidia version, I guess, entirely of how he sounds? I am disregarding the Decidia version, because that was basically... Uh, they brought in a guy to do his best Mark Hamill impression, and yeah. I don't personally agree with that decision. What... <laughs> I, he does a great Mark Hamill impression, I just don't personally agree that that was the voice that I would use, necessarily. Like... Are you uh, saying that yeah. Kefka is not just the Joker, but Final Fantasy? Because that's literally what he is. Yeah, I just... Mostly, yeah, but like, uh, I, I why just think that... Thing? If I you're just, gonna whip just, off if... a comic book villain, why not whip off one of the best ones? Or like Green Goblin? Yeah, I mean, like, uh... You know, I yeah, and honestly, I would not. I now that I'm just picturing William Defoe playing Kefka in a live-action Final Fantasy VI adaptation, and I'd be down for that. Oh, I would be down for that, hundred percent. No, I just think oh, like uh, I wouldn't. Worth it. I personally just don't think they should XP uh, another character hundred percent. So I no, yeah, I get you. Yeah, we get Kefka. Kefka is the Joker, but don't lean into that too hard. Yeah, that's. That's that's would be my personal take on. Okay, I'm going to do my so, Kefka impression right now, and uh, that'll okay. happen in one, two, three. That's the best Holy you got, really. <laughs> anyway, all right, fine. Okay. All right, let's all right. let's end this right now. Uh, so, uh, we are the Final <laughs> Fantasy Wiki Podcast. Thank you for listening. We will be back in March to discuss Stranger of Paradise and, uh, Chocobo GP and probably other things. Uh, this podcast is produced by me, Blue Highwind. Joining me was Drake C and Technobliterator. Our music for the podcast is La Montana de los Caballeros of Venice, based on the Mount Colts theme from... Well, Final Fantasy VI, which was made by Expert Novice off the Balance and Ruin OC Remix album. Uh, thank you for listening. Have a good night. And uh, I think I usually have a quote from a Final Fantasy game to end things out, but Techno kind of beat me to that. So um, we'll just end uh, weird and awkwardly like this. Just weird and awkwardly dragged out way too long. You're like, when's he going to stop? This is just getting worse for him and for everybody. But he's still doing it. He's still doing it. Why is there no succinct way to end a podcast? He's just rambling at this point. Just like Final Fantasy VII. Okay, I'm going to do my Kefka impression right now. And uh, that'll okay. happen in one, two, three. Okay, what I'm going to do there is I'm going to edit in the Kefka noise and uh, just put that in there like I did it perfectly. <laughs> now, now you two react like, oh my god, he's incredible. How did he do that? That's the best Holy you got, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 play along, come on.